Looks like we got two people in the room. We got Coach and Andre, who I'm not exactly sure who those guys are. Oh, Coach <laughs> Whalen wants to speak. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, why not, right? You're right. No, seriously. Coach no, Whalen, how you doing? Howdy, stranger. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I'm to ask you a bunch of questions. I have to answer it immediately. What's your name? What do you want? addresses. I'm a cybernetic organism. My CPU yeah. is a neural net processor. A learning. I did not come here to get terminated. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now. Well, <laughs> Coach, we're glad you're here. Um, Sorry you didn't end up uh, making the playoffs. You feeling good about your team, though? Yes. Whatever your name is, get ready for the big surprise. Listen to me very carefully. One of us is in deep trouble. This man is totally insane. This must be what they mean by poetic justice. Um, All right. (laughs) All right, well... um, Thanks for coming on, Coach. We appreciate it. <laughs> All right. So um, we are going to be talking about the uh, PNTT playoffs here. I think uh, we will have, um, hopefully, if it works, if all works out. Um, oh, man. So Russ, or, yeah, Coach uh, Russ said that it won't let him um, – they won't let him pass putting his name and date of birth in. He can't get signed <laughs> up. So, having a little trouble. Little... Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, if he can figure it out, uh, we will have him pick live here on the air who his um, who his uh, opponent will be. If not, that's okay. We will just... Uh, yeah, we'll just keep it. We'll keep it. We'll keep it going. We'll we'll uh, mention it for him and uh, move on. So, well, how you feeling so far, Coach uh, Coach Jesse? Oh, I'm feeling great. I've gone five and one because I was not in the PNTT. So I don't know what kind of advertisement that is for our for our fantastic tournament. But um, I come in here every year, and I've been getting that fourth seed in the upper brackets and just get tossed around. So. I needed this season to sort of reset the gears here in Las Vegas. And I think yeah. I'll be ready to come back. Nice. Well, you know, let's uh let's quickly let's see if um I'll text Russ, I'll I'll ask him to try and if it doesn't work, let me know. Um But let's talk about the um, the teams that are in the playoffs and kind of how they got there and what you're thinking about those teams. And then we'll uh, look through the brackets soon. Does that sound good? That's a great idea. Okay. So we have, well, actually, before we do that, we need to, we need to mention something. I mean, what the heck happened in that Lansing, uh, that Lansing Duluth game? <laughs> oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, did, uh, were you able to? Uh, were you, you were able to watch it? I'm guessing. Coach oh, JKB. Lansing Duluth. Oh, yeah. you're talking to Coach Whalen. Uh, this is, I mean, this is JKB, but yeah. Um, JKB, yeah, Lansing, yeah. 
Lansing had their, you know, we thought Duluth was going to come into this season. Obviously, they're the two-time champs, and they sweep, swept up in recruiting. I don't know what happened to them, but Lansing had their number. Literally yeah. everything they wanted to do, they got to do. Beat them on the boards. Uh, only three turnovers for Lansing. So they were just dictating this game up and down. Yeah, for sure. I did not see that happening, but you know what? It was a pleasant surprise, and uh, and we're excited for. It. I mean, we're excited for for that. And it's like, okay, it shows. Oh, looks like Russ is in, but it shows that Lansing is. Uh, they're mortal, right? Yeah, they're mortal. Like they're they're beatable. You know, they. It's like it, it, it's like it's like rocking. He's like he bleeds. You know, <laughs> uh, Russ. You are now in um, with the speakers. If you want to take off your mute button, um, you can talk. You can figure it out. I know he's on Android just like you, Jesse, and uh, has a little. Yeah, yeah, we got to learn this app in Android. They don't give us the I think we're supposed to have. Ah, I think I made it. Nice. Hey, Russ, how you doing? Not bad. How are you? Good. So this is your second... um, appearance in the pntt playoffs is that correct that is correct okay and this year you got the third seed so that's pretty exciting watch out world yeah (laughs) the peepers you better be on the lookout for them you know (laughs) that's right i think i figured out they're a tiny tiny tree frog (laughs) okay so we're very intimidating the peepers (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Well, we're excited to have you. We're excited that you made the uh playoffs. Um and we thought, you know what? Let's do it live on the air. Let's have you pick your um matchup. So the third seed, the first two seeds gets buys. There's fourteen teams. Um I will read off the teams right now, real quick. Um we have so the teams that are in the playoffs are Aberdeen, Chattanooga. Montpelier, Duluth, Dearborn, Seattle, Eugene, Huntsville, Plainview, St. Paul, Lansing, Nashville, Mobile, and Scottsdale. So, who is your choice for your first-round matchup, Russ? I'm going with Plainview. You're going with Plainview. Oh, butt sniffers. The butt sniffers <laughs> against the peepers. <laughs> Who's not going to want to watch that game? Okay. Right, that's appointment television right there. I am in. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so um how do you feel about your team yeah just if you have some time i know you're watching your kids so you don't have a ton of time but how do you feel about your team coming into the uh the playoffs here um i'd love to say i'm super confident but i don't think we're quite there yet um we don't we're not a great defensive team we don't have a lot of great passers we can score yeah but um you know, to be honest, I don't think we're ready to make a major push. But, um, you know, if we get the right matchups, you never know. Get hot yeah. at the right time. Well, Dante, Dante Shaw has been playing incredibly. Um, you know, he's got he's got 20, 20 points per game in these uh, – just in the um, six games that he's played. Uh, 50 or 55% true shooting percentage, 3.7 assists, two steals. He's playing incredible, and then you just got a really you got a huge squad. I mean, for League Thirty One, <laughs> six five, <laughs> six seven, six seven, six nine, six eleven. I mean, that's that's some height. So, um, so yeah, I, I like your team. I'm excited to see how you guys do. I'm gonna quick look at Plainview. 
Um, Plainview is so they went four and two, but they're kind of on a roll a little bit. They kind of found their mojo after losing two in the um, out of conference, but uh, not a not a team that's going to blow you away with scoring. But you know they got uh, they got guys like uh, uh, Gabriel Loveless, the junior power four, who really he's their big scorer. Um, you know, and uh, you also got Andrew White, the senior. So they're they're an interesting squad. Why'd you pick them? Yeah. Um, because I had to pick someone, and I didn't really have time to look into it. Cause I've got five <laughs> kids running around in my yard right now, and my wife's out of town. All right, cool. Well, best Just of luck being to honest. you. Yeah, Thank no you. problem. Yeah, wish I had a better for... answer for you. No, you're fine. Thanks for joining us, man. Um, we'll let you go. Uh, but we just wanted to get that out of the way here. And, uh, yeah, so have a good one. And um, unless you have any closing remarks for us. No, thanks for having me. Go Peepers. All right. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks. Cool. Well, thanks, right. Russ. You uh, bet. Bye-bye. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, so let's – that sets our bracket up. Let me, let me uh, look through it. Can I give you my reaction on that? Yeah, um, give me. First of yeah. all, I agree that's appointment television. I, I love the idea of getting the peepers up against the butt sniffers. Yeah, but why not? Is he's reshuffled the seating because Plainview was sort of in the middle of the seating. He wasn't picking yeah. off the bottom of the pack. So mm-hmm. he actually shuffled things. And now, you know, I, I'm still going to focus a little bit on Lansing because they're the team to talk about after all their yeah. recently. That forces uh, Lansing to play against Eugene. And hmm. Eugene is a really well-recruited team, man. They've got, like, all their cl- – especially their first three classes are all top 25, which is yeah. so hard to do in this league. So um, not only has Lansing had a little bit of a tough go, but they might be, if not at, at, even on talent, they might be at a talent disadvantage against Eugene. That's going to be a nasty game. Yeah, that will be a nasty game. So that will be the sixth seed against the eleven seed. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, seven, like, seven versus like, ten. So, well, well, seven versus eleven. So, well, since it resets exactly, it's seven eleven. Yeah, seven yeah, eleven. So that will leave. Um, so Montpelier will play Plainview. Duluth will play Scottsdale. Dearborn Mobile, Seattle Lan- Nashville, Eugene Lansing, in uh, Huntsville St. Paul. So right. that, yeah. I, I like it though, you know. Sometimes, yeah. you know, picking one of those teams that you know didn't didn't do the group their group champion, but they didn't do the greatest in their um, they sure. they didn't they weren't one of the top groups. They're like the bottom group. So he's he's kind of like actually, I want one of the top groups or one of the lower groups or champions inst- instead of facing a team like you know Mobile or Scottsdale or even us in Nashville. Um, so, interesting choice. I like it. Appoint, like he said, appointment television right there. Um, should be a fun game. Uh, yeah, any other uh, – how do you feel oh, yeah, like that game point. goes? Do you think he matches up well against uh, – do you think he matches up well against Plainview? No, I don't, I don't think he's picking this because he sees any advantages anywhere. Uh, Plainview is also a big team. I know that's what you were talking about for him, but Plainview goes 6-8 at shooting guard, 6-7 – Six eight seven one down the center. So um, yeah. he's not going to get to do the things he's used to do. Uh, he's used to doing to win. Uh, it's it, yeah. He picked a tough one, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. They got some talent. So let's uh, 
Okay, let's look at the uh, let's look at Duluth. Can okay? Yeah, can they bounce yeah. back against Scottsdale? You know Scottsdale as well as anybody. Um, you know, you play them. Is it once or twice a year? Oh, it's twice. Yeah, twice a year. So you you know this coach. You know no thought to it. You know him well. Um, how do you feel like? Yeah, how do you feel like this game's gonna go? Do you feel like Duluth is now on a skid? Are they like, are they unnoticed now, or you know, was it just kind of a blip on the road? I was heaping praise on Lansing, but of course we know Duluth is the even bigger dog in this in mm-hmm. the league. So uh, I, I was pretty disappointed for Scottsdale when I realized after you called out those matchups that Scottsdale has to take Duluth when they could have had not an easy game against Montpelier, but maybe something with some better odds. Yeah, uh, Duluth is a Duluth is a, a wrecking machine and a crushing ball. Um, the the thing that uh, Scottsdale likes to do is they have good passers all up and down the lineup, and they have this uh, this junior, this Philip Lanterman has been just lighting up the nets. It's really hard to defend him. Uh, you can yeah. try to consciously put a defender opposite from him; it doesn't really make a difference. Uh, he doesn't like to turn it over. He likes to play defense. He hits every shot. He passes the ball too. I mean. Th- Lanterman is just a maniac. Uh, what's he been doing yeah. in the PNTT? I think he's he's like 25, 26 points a game right now. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I really like Scottsdale, and they're so hard to play against. But I don't know if one guy like Philip Lanternman, who's playing as a 6'4 small forward, is going to be able to, like, take down an entire uh, dynasty like that. I I, yeah. I love watching them play, but boy, this doesn't feel like uh, the kind of upset they would be able to pull off. Yeah, for sure. Let's uh, let's look at the next matchup. So in the next matchup, we got Mobile against Dearborn. So I know Dearborn well. We only play them once a year, but you know they're they're a really solid team. Um, they went Dearborn went five and one in the uh, PNTT and, you know, they replaced those seniors with a really solid class. He's been trying to figure out what to do. He's tried a few different things. He's tried Grant Carr at point guard. He's got Jacob August, Charlie Chestnut. Um, he's, he switched it around a little bit, but, um, you know, they only got one loss and the loss was to Morgantown, um, who's a solid team in their own, although they didn't make the, uh, PNT playoffs. Um, they beat Rockford by 12, which is a really solid win. But not not amazing strength of schedule. So they're going up against Mobile. Now, um, you look at Mobile and... Uh, That's that one-man team right there. Yep, yep. You got um, Mr. Moore down low, right? Yeah. And uh, so... Yeah, he's got a 31-game um, score right now. Actually, I didn't yeah. look at it across all six. He's got a... A 29.4 average game score. So this guy's used to be in the whole team. Yeah. Very good chance that he could win PNTT Player of the Year. Yeah. Um, and uh, he, Rob's got, or Kelly, sorry, no, <laughs> Kelly has uh, Whitener. Is that his name, right? Their center. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Do you think, think that's going to be the kind of guy who can Kevin Whitener. be the difference? I mean, he's tall. He's, he's all yeah. seven feet. Yeah, the only problem I'm wondering is so in the in the PNTT he's averaged 2.8 fouls per game. So you know, is he going to get in foul trouble? Wait, no, no, wait. Sorry, 3.2 fouls per game. So he's very good. He's very efficient. Um, he's you know he's he's got 12.8. Wait, uh, yeah, 12.8 game score 
good rebounder, 3.5 blocks, 1.3 steals. That's what you want out of a seven-footer, you know. But is he up for the task of taking on a guy like Moore? What do you think? Boy, uh, you know, I'm pessimistic just because Moore's been doing this for so long, and he's already done this against seven-footers in the past. I don't think he's going to be intimidated by this. Um, it, and it's also tough because you haven't seen Whitener go up against the high-scoring center yet. So maybe mm-hmm. it's hard to guess. You know, they shut down the guy in New York City. Uh, Christopher Webb went four for 16. I don't think Christopher Webb is comparable to what Moore brings to the table. Um, yeah. We're just going to see a, a slugfest. And I think I think Moore gets his points. I don't know if it's enough to win the game. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just think that Dearborn's got way too much firepower. Yeah, um, I mean, right? you know, the the question is, how are they going to put it all together? You know, you, you're going to start Carr. You're going to start August. Yep. Are you going to do Spence or are you going to do Chestnut? Oliveira has just been incredible. Um, 19 points per game. I'm 59% true shooting. Yeah, he's a three-year start. Well, like two-and-a-half-year starter at this point. Yeah. So I think Oliveira, Oliveira keeps his job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's honestly it's really about that um, third guard slash uh, small forward um, position. Who's going to play there? Is it going to be Spence or is it going to be um, or is it going to be Chestnut? So um, it looks like you know as we look through it, it's probably he he likes to put Spence in there, you know, and uh, can't blame him. He's done pretty well other than the turnovers. So turnovers could be their undoing, but. Um, we shall see, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I do like the efficiency of Carr and August on the wing, though. I'll say that right out loud. Um, if yeah. they're going to shoot their normal game over, like, averaging 65% true shooting together, yeah, that wins games. Okay. Next up, we got our my own team, Nashville Syrup, going up against yeah. Seattle. So, big game here. Um, Seattle won their won their group, with, but, you know, they, they also got blown out in one game, right? Yeah, they did. They that Alcala game got him, snuck up on him. Yeah, got him and got him bad. So, but you know, you can't you can't complain when they're they're winning all their other games um, fairly handily. But uh, you know, you you got a team like that who you know took care of the teams that were in front of them. Um, took I mean, they won a must win game today versus Ann Arbor. The winner of that was going to win the group, and they won by fifteen. So you got to like that going into into uh, the uh, playoffs, and uh, you look at their team. I haven't really looked at it too uh, too closely. Well, they, got the, they got the next best center in the field here. I mean, we, Julian Moore is the man, and like you said, he's got the inside track on the on the player of the tournament. Um, but Matthew Taylor is a is a senior center with Seattle. Um, mm-hmm. He's been going for eighteen and nine during this yeah. tournament. Also, like one point three steals and two blocks. So. He's a he's a consistent consistent performer. Uh, he was up to yeah. twenty five points per game last year, so you might want to watch out. He could be the guy who uh, steps up and surprises you. Also, their point oh, guard definitely. Bradley Battle. Bradley, Bradley Battle is a really high highly ranked recruit. Uh, I don't remember if he was actually top ten most recruited, but he was top ten in talent the year he came out. So, um, they, so they got those bookends. Bradley Battle at point guard probably beats most mm-hmm. others. And then Matthew Taylor just pours in the points down low. It's yeah. a great combination. The rest of the lineup doesn't contribute much. Uh, they get some assists out of their small forward. But uh, those two guys make up t- 
team, and that's what you're up against. Yeah, so the question is, can can Sean Costa um, keep pace with um, Bradley Battle? I feel like that's the question, you know. Matthew Taylor and my other guys will probably um, cancel each other out, you know, uh, with uh, with Matthew Taylor. I mean, Matthew Taylor is a solid player, no doubt, but, um, that's good. you know, the, you got Gowden, you got, I mean, we got a few different guys that, I mean, Giovanetti, uh, but what's going to happen between Battle and uh, Costa? Um, Battle's drawing 6.3 um, free throws a game. That's right. huge, you know, whereas um, you look at you look at Costa. Costa did set the record last year for most free throws in a in a game, and he gets five point five of his own. So it's like, who's gonna who's gonna draw the fouls? And whoever draws the fouls, if if one of those guys gets in foul trouble, yeah, um, you know the other team's in trouble because both teams rely on their point guards so much. You're right about that. That would decide the game, and the referees are on are on notice right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've had some good luck. We've had, I mean, you know, uh, Gowden, Gowden and uh, Costa have just been shooting so efficiently. Um, 22 and 25 points a game, both over 60% true shooting. So you got to love that. And I like what you've done on your schedule this year too, V. Um, you know, I know you lost the first game. It was really close against Aberdeen. Yeah, the number one really, seed. There was no shame in that either because Aberdeen themselves ran off the a, gr- a great tournament because they went six and zero. So you lost to a team by three, a team that went six and zero, and then you ran off your next five, and some of those five weren't even that close. So um, yeah, I feel hot. Yeah, I was a little surprised, but you know I like my team, and um, we'll see if we can how we can do against Seattle. Let's look at the next game. Um, this is the game you were talking about a little bit, Eugene and Lansing. I mean, Lansing just looks, oh, man, they. You know they didn't have the best start, right? They uh, lost. Um, they lost early to uh, who was it? They lost early Aberdeen. to it was Aberdeen. Aberdeen. Yeah, another. Yeah, Aberdeen. You know they're showing to be good, but man, you look at a forty-two point win versus yeah. Duluth, and it's just like, wow. And that, that's obviously the signature piece. But they also beat Clearwater. That's an elite team by six in the game before. So it's not like uh, it was a one-time thing either. So here's what I'm looking at for this game. So Eugene is just, I mean, you know, they haven't, they actually had a little bit of a skid here to end losing two of their, um, losing to Mobile and losing to Plainview. Yeah, they're back back in their way in. Yeah, but they still won their conference. Um, So, or yeah, their region. And you look at their team and you got guys like Alexander Benson, um, Hunter Jones. uh, And the one thing I notice is they're only shooting. 8.3 threes a game, which isn't bad. They're shooting fairly efficient, uh, 36. But Lansing plays that zone, and, you know, they're shooting so many. I mean, 63 63 shots. Um, So you you take uh, 8.3 divided by 63.3. Only 13% of their shots are threes going up against a team that really plays a zone. I'm interested to see... um, you know, Joseph Johnson's such a big player for them. Um, yeah. Is are they going to be able to? Uh, are they going to be able to um, score against St. Lansing's own? Yeah. So I mean, Eugene is definitely a guard-oriented team, right? It's Benson and Jones. That's their shooting guard and, and their yep. point guard. 
but yeah. And last year they did shoot ten threes per game last year, so maybe they'll you know train them back up towards the mean there. Yeah. But you're right; they need they they really should be focusing on that if they want to get the get clean look. You know, they, they, their players are actually pretty efficient from three, so I don't think, I mean, if you wanted to tick up your threes for this game, I don't think it'd be a bad idea in a game where they are the lower seed, but or the higher seed, whatever you say. They're, I mean, right, right, they are. Yeah. yeah, but it's like they're an underdog, I think, for sure. Yeah, not not only with Lansing, are you talking about, um, you know, they have the elite player in Joseph Gross who's playing shooting guard. Yeah, and, and like Cole Lee is really versatile at small forward too, and they're six seven and six eight, so there's all the size with it. But this is a team that during this tournament is is at eleven point seven blocks a game. So yeah, yeah, like you said, they can't get in there in the trees. That's not that's not going to work out. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's look at the uh, let's look at the is it the last matchup? Are we looking at now? Yeah, yeah, Huntsville St. Paul. Huntsville St. Paul. So. Um, St. Paul, you know, they're still a little bit reeling after the... I mean, they, they have a high team, um, highly ranked, 26, but they're still reeling from that blowout against in the rivalry game against Duluth. Then they win in overtime against uh, Carlsbad today to, um, secure their, uh, to secure their playoff spot. And in that game, you know, um, they hit a buzzer beater to send it to overtime um, with four seconds left. Mason Banks hit a hit a shot, and then um, uh, Mason Banks hit a shot with 12 seconds left and got fouled, too. They were down They were down one, and he hit that. So that's really big, you know. And then Andrew Webb uh, misses the three-pointer to that would have uh, sent them home. But, you know, they're in. They're going up against a good Huntsville team. Huntsville, uh, they went 4-2 uh, and two as well. But, you know, they just yeah. beat. Clemson and they just beat Rockford. They lost their two rivalry, two of their rivalry games to Lubbock and um, and Carlsbad. But they, you know, you look at their team and you got your point guard Colton Wilson, senior, twenty points a game, and then you got Parker Perro, the freshman power right. forward, scoring twenty point five points a game. Alan Banda, the senior center, um, is uh, averaging seventeen point two points a game. So they. They're they're a fairly high scoring team, eighty eight point two percent on fifty four point one percent true shooting. Um, yeah, what do you see in this matchup? Man, I, I want to listen. I like Blue, and if he's in the room, then I'm going to pick his team. But if he's not, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> um, I like Huntsville. Listen, Huntsville was not supposed to come out of this bracket. No, uh, they were they were in this tough bracket group of death situation. Yeah, with, with Rockford, who is it? Rockford and Lansing. What did we just say it was? Yeah, no, Clearwater. It was Clearwater. Clearwater and Rockford. And Rockford. Yeah, and they're the ones that come out. Huntsville was supposed to go home tonight, and yeah. and so the fact that they're in it and they're kind of undersized, but the coaches get everything lined up. Uh, we found a, they had the sixty three eighty nine freshman class, right? You're not supposed to get anything out of a ranking like that, but they have a. Six seven freshman who's dominating at power forward right now. Um, yeah. I'm going to step back and let Coach Boardman's uh, coaching do the speaking for him. I think I think Huntsville is dangerous to everybody. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, when you win a group like that, it's like, yeah, yeah sure, you're ranked. I, I I mean, I'm going to throw out rankings when like <laughs> when you win a group like that because you know those coaches are talented. You know those coaches get the most out of their team, like. 
yeah, number eight, that's not, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it's not what you, that's not what I thought, but you know, and the tough thing is the winner of this is going to get Aberdeen. Um, Oh, they get the top seed, right. And Aberdeen, let's talk about Aberdeen a little bit, okay? Because Aberdeen, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep, they get the bye. Aberdeen's just taking care of business, you know? They've been playing that zone, and it's kind of interesting. You're seeing teams playing this zone having a lot of success right now in League 31. It's interesting that, you know, Lansing and um, and Aberdeen. So Aberdeen started off by beating us by three. They beat Rochester by 21, and then they beat Lansing by uh, four. They haven't played the most amazing schedule, but the teams that they should have beat, they killed. And the teams that are in the playoffs with them, they beat in close games. So... It's really tough to beat, to um, pick against them, but I really like this Aberdeen versus Huntsville matchup here. Yeah, and I, if and they if they play. What, so Aberdeen has like these individual stars, right? Samuel Killu is this five yeah. eleven uh, point guard who's, I mean, he's averaging 28, 28 points a game over his career, seventy five games. Um, mm-hmm. So he is an elite scoring talent and. He's never proven like, – nobody's ever proven they could slow him down. So I, I get that. The zone weirds me out, and I'll tell you why. They do have these twin towers. They get a 7-footer at power forward and then a, six, a 6'10 six dynamo scoring uh, 24 points per game at center. Yeah. Um, actually, 20 points if you include the exhibition games. Mm-hmm. But why are they losing in rebounding over the last couple of games? Um, they're shooting the lights out. They're yeah. holding the opponents to horrible shooting. They're giving up a ton of offensive rebounds. So, yeah, you know, the zone is cool and all, but I think it's biting them in the butt. Um, I, I think this is something where they might be overcoaching the situation. They might just need to let the players play a natural kind of game. Yeah. Yeah, potentially. So um, right. we'll, we'll continue to look at that. Uh, on the other side, the two-seed is Chattanooga, the pain. So these guys made the NTT finals last year. And, you know, uh, all they've done is take care of business. Um, they, they've won most of their games by double digits. All their games by double digits, except the Plainview one, they won by nine. And Plainview is a, a solid team, you know. Um, so they brought back their entire starting lineup, and they benched last year's um, small forward, uh, Tyreek Sigmund, uh, and put him to back up a small forward and replace and put – Henry, uh, Henry Anderson, which is probably the 198 of the 251-198 class um, <laughs> for them. So, but man, they're just, you know, they just win. And they would pre- play the winner of Lansing and Eugene. So that's an interesting game um, because they rely so much on their guards. Lansing's going to have a lot of, I mean, they're going to, it's going to take them. A, it's going to take a lot for them to get out of those first two rounds. Yeah, I, I don't understand Chattanooga, man. I wish I could say something interesting. Uh, I know they were in the championship game and lost it last year. They haven't. They have one talented class in their roster. They're sophomores, and that that uh, point guard Hunter Partlow. Uh, that's a. I mean, Michael Smith is incredible. I mean, you yeah, don't. He's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He must be E N N N N N N. That's yeah, all I can explain. Because his class rating is in the in the back half. It's over one twenty eight. So was it one sixty six slash one thirty nine? 
I don't know how UConn is finding these players that the magazines hate, but he can turn them into winners. Um, you know, it's hard for me to feel like I have a grasp on, on how they win. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. Um, but, you know, they, they are, and you got to give it to the coach, you know, and they match up great with Lansing, you know. They're like, yeah, play the zone versus us. We're going right. to shoot. We're going to shoot as many threes as we can. <laughs> and they're so accurate at threes. Yeah, I mean, 6.3 for Michael Smith, still shooting 34.2. 3.8 for Hunter Parlow, 47.8%. So, um, yeah, this team is pretty good. So, looking at this bracket, who do you who do you like to get? Who, who do you think is going to make it to the finals? Or would you like me to go first? <laughs> um, you know, I have – I, I kind of like Eugene just because I think their game layout so they can – I know they yeah. just got to beat Lansing, and then I think Eugene rolls. Uh, you tell me what you think. Yeah. So the way it's looking at it's looking like – I mean, and this is unfortunate for Aberdeen, but it's looking like it's going to be a Duluth-Aberdeen matchup in the semifinals. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. And Aberdeen's been playing incredible. Now Duluth, there's a little bit of uh, there's a little bit of turmoil. You know, they said after that, he, after that loss, he said, "I am never. I am. I don't." He said, "I D G A F. I am not." <laughs> he he says he is not playing um, Sean Smith. Uh, so that's which that's wow. bold, bold strategy, Con. Let's see if it pays off, right? Right. <laughs> That's a that's a three year starter. That's a three year starter. It's a two time uh, a two time champion, back to back NTT champion, reigning PNTT champion. You know, and he's like, you know what? I'm good. Uh, I, oh man, that's bold. You know, that's bold. Uh, <sighs> Just I got his shot setting down a little bit. I mean, he's been yeah. going five for 14, five for 13, and two for 13 shooting in the last three games. I get being frustrated. Tune it down. This guy's got talent all over the court. Just set him to one if you want. He can pass. Whatever. I'm yeah. not the coach. You're not the I have, coach. I have no titles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who are you to tell him? Yeah. But, you know, I think Jacob Stahl's a great defender. I think he's going to slow down. Uh, Kellaw and I, I think Duluth's going to find a way. Uh, and I have a hard time picking up, picking against Duluth um, in this. But man, you know, if Lansing can get there, we, we've seen him do it once, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, Sean Smith, their small forward, you know, maybe he put Sage Blue in there. Um, I don't know, you know. Uh, Oh, yeah, she's, I don't think he'll have a problem finding a next guy up, right? No, no. He he can put another 6'6 guy that's on his bench into yeah. the starting lineup. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's the – I guess that's the question for me, you know. Can they uh, – How? Uh, so I think Duluth beats uh, Aberdeen on that side. You know, I, I like Chattanooga, I think, to make it to the semifinals. Um all right. And I think Chattanooga is going to make the finals, honestly. You know, um, we'll see. But they just have those two guys, and they're hard to beat. 
Um, I'm, I guess I'm picking a rematch from last year's NTT, but I'm going to take Duluth over uh, Chattanooga. That's a great pick. Um, I Like I said, I don't think it's Chattanooga. I think Eugene comes out the other side. I, I really like... Uh, the right side of the back is so open. <laughs> right. I, I like their sophomores. I like their defense. I love the way they just outshoot and outscore their points, and they have great passing up and down the lineup. I just think Eugene is going to be really stable against anyone they play. Um, the only caveat I'm going to put up there is, you know, I'm not looking at a bracket. Where's Huntsville? Who would Huntsville? So Huntsville have would have to play game? Aberdeen in the second round. I feel like the left side of the bracket's so much better. Um, yeah. <laughs> like you got Aberdeen, you got Duluth, you have Dearborn, you have Eugene. Lansing, <laughs> uh, Plainview. I mean, it. And then you look at the right. You got Chattanooga, who will play. Chattanooga will play the winner of. Um, sorry, um, Chattanooga is the uh, Isn't two seed. Plain no, Plainview, Plainview, and uh, and Montpelier play on the bottom, and they're going to play the winner of us in Seattle. So they'll play the winner of. Uh, sorry, this is bad podcasting right now, um, <laughs> but I'm getting it all mixed up. I said, it up with Penn. <laughs> um, Eugene and, what, is it Eugene and Lansing? Yes, Eugene Lansing is one of the games. Yeah, so, okay, they are on the right side of the bracket. Yeah, yeah, so Eugene Lansing plays yeah, Chattanooga, yeah. and then on the bottom it's, Montpelier and Plainview play the winner of Nashville and Seattle. Right. So, you know, I think I think the winner of the top group is going to come out uh, of uh, of the East, as I guess we we'd like to call it. And the West side will be, uh, you know, I think the least going to overtake Aberdeen. But there's some solid teams over there too. You love Huntsville. I do. I think they'll be so sneaky every game. Cool. Well, it should be fun. We'll be back. Uh, we'll keep talking to you guys um, about about what's going on, and uh, and we'll get yeah, this bracket drawn up too, right? Next thing, so we can visualize. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I should have done that before, shouldn't I? Have, before I started talking and making all these uh, suggestions and things like that. So, okay. Hopefully, this works. I I'm pretty sure I press record room, so I think it'll work. <laughs> I'll, say, I'll try not to. I hope I haven't taken over. Why don't I, I'll leave the room first, and maybe that will preserve you as the. As yeah, the, I'll probably just press end room. I'll, I, it'll be fine, I'm sure. Okay, but cool. Thanks, guys, so much. Oh, Willem wants to speak one more time. We'll give him one oh, chance Lord. to speak. Um, <laughs> all right, Willem, what you got to say? It has to end here. Just an idea. Is that what you said? That I heard. It has to end here. I can't understand Arnold at the best of times. I don't know how I'm going to get him off a recording. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Stop it! Savage. <laughs> uh. Well, thank you guys so much for coming on. Thanks for listening, Waylon. Thanks, Russ, for coming on and giving his live pick. We look forward to the playoffs. It should be a fun one for sure. All right, we'll see you all there. All right.